Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uvalde report critical of police. They're a joke. They got no business wearing a badge. Indiana mall shooting. The real hero of the day, the citizen lawfully carrying a firearm. Contempt trial for ex-Trump aide. Steve Bannon's willingness now to testify is not a defense. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, body cam footage from first responders is now out in Uvalde, Texas. And as CBS's Lily Luciano tells us, a new report adds to the criticism over how the school shooting there was handled. Shots fired! Get inside! Go, go, go! Take cover, guys. Am I bleeding? Am I bleeding? New body cam footage released by the Uvalde mayor shows the first moments officers arrived at Rob Elementary School. My wife's classroom. School police officer Ruben Ruiz was heard in the background recognizing his wife's classroom. Dude, we gotta get in there. We gotta get in there. He's keep shooting. But seconds later, confusion and misinformation. In a different body cam video from another officer who heads outside to take cover, he seems to believe the suspect is inside an office. He's contained. We got multiple officers inside the building at this time. He believe he's uh, barricaded at one of the offices. Shortly after, the urgency fades and officers are seen waiting and waiting. By now, we see the first images of the school district's chief of police, Pete Arredondo. Sir, if you can hear me, please put your firearm down, sir. Arredondo and other officers know, try to negotiate with the suspect. This could be peaceful. We hear police dispatch alert officers that a child is calling 911 from inside a classroom. More minutes tick by, with little action appearing to be taken by the officers inside the school. A Texas committee found that the chaotic scene was caused by a lack of leadership. The committee released a 77-page report which found that those first responders who went right towards a shooter's classroom within minutes acted appropriately at first. But all officers failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety. Now to Greenwood, Indiana, where three people were killed when a man opened fire in a shopping mall. Gunshots started ringing out, probably about 20 of them. I just looked at my kids and I told them, come on, let's go. Police Chief Jim Eisen says someone else with a gun put a stop to it. The real hero of the day is the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop this shooter almost as soon as he began. The gunman was killed. Two other people, including a 12-year-old girl, were injured in the attack. The penalty trial for the high school shooter in Parkland, Florida, begins today. 14 students and three staffers were killed in the 2018 attack. Prosecutors want a death sentence. Former Trump aide Steve Bannon's trial for contempt of Congress opening today in Washington with jury selection. CBS's Scott McFarland. The House January 6th Select Committee subpoenaed Bannon to answer questions and provide documents to reveal what he knew. Bannon has refused and will face a jury charged with two counts of criminal contempt of Congress, facing a maximum one year in prison for each. Bannon has repeatedly blasted the committee. This is going to be the misdemeanor from hell. Until just days before trial, when Bannon offered to finally sit down and speak. 
The committee says they'd have to negotiate the terms. Intense July heat is in the forecast for millions of people. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Really widespread heat across the west of the Mississippi portion of the United States. Basically half of the U.S. dealing with average temperatures that could be as much as 10 or 15 degrees above normal and a whole lot of triple digits. They're sweltering overseas, too. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Firefighters battling brush fires in southern France. Tens of thousands have been evacuated after record heat sparked wildfires across the European continent. Here in the UK, they're painting some railroad tracks white to try to keep them from warping. Faced with weather like we've never faced before, the infrastructure will suffer. It could hit 104 here for the first time ever. Economic despair and political discontent in Sri Lanka. From bad to worse, there is no hope in this country. Now the country's acting president has declared a state of emergency, giving him broad powers over protesters who want him to resign. Later this week, lawmakers are expected to elect a new president. Long lines at some spots in New York City yesterday where there was monkeypox vaccine. More than 1,600 cases in the U.S. now. Former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb on Face the Nation. We're now at the cusp of this becoming an endemic virus where this now becomes something that's persistent that we need to continue to deal with. I think the window for getting control of this and containing it probably has closed. And if it hasn't closed, it's certainly starting to close. In a nursing home with head injuries, a West Virginia woman has emerged from a two-year coma to say it was her brother who attacked her sheriff ross mellinger is investigating the real thing we were missing up to this point was someone who could tell us what happened now 55 year old daniel palmer is charged with attempted murder a previously sealed transcript in the roman polanski case reveals an la judge told lawyers privately he would renege on a plea deal and imprison the director for having sex with an underage girl in 1977 that set the stage for Polanski to flee the country prior to his sentencing. The revelation will likely renew efforts to end his status as a fugitive. Call it Benefer 2.0, a second try at marriage for a Hollywood power couple. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the Call her Mrs. Affleck because Jennifer Lopez confirmed she and Ben Affleck got married in a small ceremony in Vegas Saturday. In a newsletter, the singer says the couple stood in line for a marriage license with four other couples and barely made it to a little white wedding chapel by midnight to seal the deal. Her kids were witnesses. The superstar says it was the best possible wedding they could have imagined. That's CBS's Monica Ricks. At the British Open, Australian Cameron Smith surged past Rory McIlroy to win his first major golf tournament at St. Andrews, Scotland. To win an Open Championship in itself is probably going to be a golfer's highlight. To do it around St. Andrews, I think, is just unbelievable. American Cameron Young was second. In the Major League Baseball draft, the sons of former big league all-stars got taken 1-2 in the draft for the first time ever. Baltimore selected Jackson Holiday, son of Matt Holiday. The young shortstop talked about his dad on ESPN. He's like my best friend. He, uh, he's always there when I, when I want to work, and he's always pushing me to, to be great, and uh, I probably wouldn't be in this uh, position without him. Drew Jones, the son of Andrew Jones, was picked second by Arizona. A new analysis says when it comes to lotteries, lower-income communities are often the big losers. Lottery retailers in many states are concentrated in lower-income neighborhoods, driving a wealth transfer from those less affluent to multinational corporations that help manage the gambling games. Most frequent players had lower incomes, had lower levels of education, were disproportionately black. Sean Musadin with the University of Maryland study says most states aren't paying attention. Not many states are adjusting 
for the fact that some people play a lot more than others. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. University of Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson wears number 15. Along with his initials, his nickname became AR-15. But because of the link to guns and the spate of mass shootings, he's dropping that moniker as a nickname and he'll remove it from his line of clothing, too. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.